Welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm the founder of Koya. Koya remembers that everything is interconnected, lives a lifestyle of reverence, integrates the polarities of masculine and feminine, light and dark, and heaven and earth into wholeness. Koya honors the energy that moves outwards to the cardinal directions, to the north, to trust the physical sensation of truth in the body, to the south, anchoring your truth through doing your sacred work in the world, to the west, following the call of your soul to explore, and to the east, living your life as prayer. Koya also honors the energy that moves inwards to access your inner wisdom, inner creativity, inner sensuality, and inner light. Koya honors through movement, ritual, community, and pilgrimage, exploring the paths that point you back to your soul, giving you courage to enter the portal of possibility, to remember to remember. Our first series is about the call to create and that our bodies were meant to do this. We'll explore the themes of menstruation, pregnancy, hormonal cycles, and the value of lived experience in the body as a way to map the path of creation from idea to actualization. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm so honored and enchanted to be here with Lisa Lister, who wrote an amazing book, Love Your Lady Landscape. Okay, listen to this subtitle, everyone. Trust your gut, care for down there, and reclaim your fierce and feminine she power. And I'm (laughs) exactly, and in here she references the Red Volution, and In this podcast so far, we've been really inviting people to come in and explore and speak and share about what is it like when we really sync with our menstruation cycles, the cycles of the moon, when we look at the pregnancy cycles to reclaim that we were meant to create, you know, that 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 is actually that the matrix for all creation lives in us and whether we're going to birth a baby, a book, a business, whatever it is, that we can feel ourselves come into right alignment with that. So, of course, when I'm thinking of how do we infuse Koya as a practice to really embody this and explore this concept, it was, of course, I have to ask Lisa if she'll be here with us. And she said yes. So I'm so grateful, so honored to have you here. Welcome. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, amazing. And so I, w- I would love if we could dive into, I know you have a new book coming out, but you have such a special focus on this topic mm, it's yeah. my it's yeah it, blood work is what I'm here to share and and I'm here to share it because it was my call it was my call home to my body and to and it was through pain and it was through discomfort through all the ways that most women hate on their menstrual cycle that was my call that was my call to stop being so disconnected and from the I was living my life in the, in my head I was living my life in like do must do the masculine structure you know it's very show up and do this and and yeah like you've got goals and it looks like this and we've got five point plans and la 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 and actually 
my menstrual cycle was I was bleeding more times than I wasn't. Um, I was misdiagnosed and misdiagnosed with um, all sorts of lovely down there disease. But actually, what what happened was they. Um, after about seven years of misdiagnosis told me that I had endometriosis and PCOS which for a moment was like "Mm, okay I've got a title for it I've got I can take ownership of this I know what it is then like the doctor a dude in a white coat just said so hmm, like you're not going to be able you're not going to be able to have kids so we might as well just whip it out and I'm like whip what out (laughs) and he was like oh like your womb and you're over you know just because you can take it all out and then you know we've got then then you won't experience the pain and so I mean I I won't admit I was tempted I was totally tempted but um but yeah it was it was in that moment that I was like "Mm, this is not how it is I left that I left that um doctor's doctor's surgery with a whole lot of leaflets also realizing that I didn't even know the difference between my womb and what a uterus was you know I was trying Mm -hmm. to sit had no clue and left and that was and I had a leaf lips in my hand and I never went back I never went back I just um it's been and it's so it's been like a 12 year adventure um with my lady landscape of like discovering all kinds of amazing ways in which to unlock and experience my cyclic nature and now to be able to share that with women to understand that this menstrual cycle is so much more than just a few days or however you know you experience your bleed how many days that is like that you bleed it's so much more than that we have this whole menstrual map which is this amazing code key Mm -hmm. you know like to how we can show up and be and create and do and live and experience life it's just so uh, for me it's like the juiciest I'm so grateful I'm so grateful that I have that I am witness that I am I've been given a key that I've been given the key to my my menstrual experience so that I can now share that with others Thank you. Thank you for doing it. And thank you for your courageous soul to, to have that experience and, and to really trust that, that inner guide that brought you through it. And then also to really illuminate, you know, I really hear you when you said, like, I didn't know the difference, you know, my uterus, my womb, you know, and I remember taking a class when I was 26 and it was all about sensuality. And it was like the first time I literally knew like exactly what my clitoris was and where it was. Like, I, I mean, it's like, I kind of maybe had an idea, but not really. And it was just, yeah. it's just so interesting that we can be educated women, be in circles of like, I'm sure you had many close friends. I have many close friends, but that we're not sharing this information or that it's not coming down in ways that it used to and so to really use technology to you know to get these books out there and give other people the key that you mentioned to start to unlock these mysteries of it's it's such a big gift and I'm so grateful to be alive at a time where where this information is becoming accessible and I, the way that you write your books is so, it's so lovely. It's so digestible with your humor and your sass and your playful mm-hmm. spirit. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that in itself allows us to recontextualize and embrace the mm-hmm. topics in which you cover. And so I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful 
that you're doing this. I'm so grateful to be alive at a time to have access to it. Yeah, me too. Me too. To be able to talk about these these conversations like you and I are having right now, it's like we're blessed, totally blessed. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> what would you say to someone who's maybe hearing something of this conversation for the first, second, or third time? Like they kind of know like, oh yeah, I should like pay attention to the new moon or the full moon or oh yeah, yeah, I should, I should get to know my menstrual cycle or like, but it's sort of, it's still more mental. It's not necessarily dropped in mm. to a practice. Yeah, um, and it's going to sound so, so simple, but it's breath and it's always, for me, it's always breath work and, and it's just a, a way of every single day coming into your body and connecting with your womb space and you can do this in as many different ways as you want, but I like to create a yoni mudra of my hand, which is putting your thumb and your four fingers, the pads of your thumbs and your four fingers together and the palms of your hands facing your facing your body and then placing that mudra mm. under the table, pointing down towards your yawning. Place that there and then take in a really beautiful, big, deep breath, like right in through your nose, down past your heart, into your lungs, down further, down further into your womb space and let it rest there. Hold it there. Feel it there. And then take, release that breath, but let the breath move slowly up, up, up past your heart and then out through your mouth in a super noisy, loud exhale. <sighs> and do this, you know, I, I make sure that I do this five times at least every morning, but it's just such a beautiful way to connect into that space, to even acknowledge its existence, acknowledge our womb. And you don't have to even have a womb for that to be, be mm-hmm. the case. Space is still so potent. It's such a, you know, the womb has at least an energetic imprint, even if that's been taken away. So, yeah, just bring yourself home to her because she, she wants to be, she wants to be acknowledged. She wants to be remembered. She's our power source. And this menstrual cycle is also the power source, which fuels, like what you were saying, the creativity, the excitement, the joy, the pleasure, the sensuality, all the good stuff. Yeah, and just the continuation of all human life on this planet, you know, no big deal. Just that, (laughs) just that. (laughs) (laughs) And so you did say something about being attuned to your cycles and Mm. how juicy it is. And And I'm curious, because oftentimes, if we're coming, especially from the way that we were raised, not anyone that's read your books, but who's been re-educated, when we're talking about menstruation or we're talking about feminine cycles, there can sometimes be this older imprint of shame or embarrassment or this or that. But I love the way that you've offered this in the sense that when you can take this information, it can actually be very juicy, very sexy, very, it can be very empowering is the word that I often identify, Mm. identify with you. And so I'm curious in this moment, what, what has been the most pleasurable things in your life being attuned to your cyclical nature? Like what has been the increase in pleasure? Not only the absence of pain, but Mm. like what has been the increase of pleasure on this path? Mm. (laughs) Oh, there's so much as well. I think for me, first first and foremost is understanding that this one needs rest and what rest actually feels like in this body at this you know so we can we have very warped ideas of what rest and and pure 
self-nurturing looks and feels like and actually the art of rest is and it is a beautiful art actually and it's been one that has been taught has had to have been taught to me and I know for many women it's the same there's so much like there's always something to do so even taking five minutes out of a day let alone for me I take my hot so one of the biggest pleasures for me is scheduling my whole cycle around the fact that when my when I bleed that first day is is non-negotiable I take the day off I act like freaking Cleopatra you know I have like I have red blankets I have leopard print cloth pads for my you know for when for my bleed like everything like my vagina gets you know she gets the good stuff like everyone gets the good stuff you know I eat dark chocolate and I paint my nails red and I really full-on go and it doesn't matter where I am in the world where I'm traveling where I'm teaching I mean there's obviously I mean I'm blessed the work that I do means that I, if I'm teaching about menstruation then I'm able to say you know we're going to take this slow it's going to look like this mm-hmm. but I genuinely can plan everything else around around how that works. But yeah, that's the for the most pleasurable part is the total non-negotiable rest. I love that. And that makes me think sometimes when people ask me, like, what is your dream day? And I was like, for me, it's like I'd wake up and then I'd sort of like linger in bed and go back to sleep. And then maybe I'd like wake up, have like a little like light food, go for a gentle walk outside, come back, lay down, take a nap, read, Mm. and then like wake up, like maybe be social, like talk to a friend or something on the phone and then like go to bed at 8.30. And they're like, that's your dream day? Like, it sounds like you have the flu. (laughs) (laughs) We associate rest with the employee. That's the only time we have to be completely taken out to rest. Exactly. And it's... And I just made a really powerful correlation to one, the enjoyment of the rest and living in a modern, you know, context where, you know, it's go, 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 especially for those of us that live in bigger cities, but not, you know, could be anyone living anywhere, but it's just, there's a momentum tunnel that, that is in Western civilization and you have to work pretty hard to not get swept up in it. And so to take that time to rest is a huge luxury. I often think the biggest luxury in life is time and, and whatever, whether it's actual time or your perception of time to feel like you can rest is a big gift. But also, I was also really noticing as you were saying that is I know for me, when I'm well rested, everything in my life improves. Exactly. If I take one day out at my period, like when I'm bleeding, if I take one day out, how productive I am in the days that follow is, is like, it's, it's worth every moment of, of that. Because from the beginning part of that, I used to feel real kind of real guilt. Like, oh my goodness, there's so much to do. There's so much to do. That has totally dropped now. Mm-hmm. But, but in doing, but only because I've seen the pattern, I've seen the pattern. If I take the first day off, if I start taking the days after a little bit slower, when I, when I return to full capacity of like Lisa in bloom, ready to go, then I am fueled. You know, we forget to fuel ourselves and it's, it's not, and, and rest is the, yeah, we say, we say it's a luxury because that's what we're taught it, taught that it is, but it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, it's necessary. Totally necessary. Absolutely. Mm. And also this idea around sustainability, because if we don't take the time to rest, uh, most people find that um, it's it's literally, it's not if we rest, it's when we rest. And 
then it's just not sustainable to go without it. And so that's why it's so great. We've got this cyclic nature because we, it's built in, you know, we have mm-hmm. the air, we have the flow, it's there, it's to be witnessed. And when we witness it and acknowledge it and pay, pay complete reverence to it, she gifts us back in so many ways. Like she will gift you back tenfold. Yes. And it makes me think also the cyclical nature that we have in ourselves and our bodies. But uh, when we're recording this, I'm at the end of winter. And, you know, if you're in the, you know, if you're in a place that has those cyclical seasons, I know for me this winter, I really did my best to really like slow way down and, you know, like for like a month which is not a long time for some people. For me, I didn't get on an airplane for a month and I, <laughs> and I really rested. And uh, the, the rejuvenation mm. has been like a huge, huge blessing. So even just to, to look at it in the cycle of a tree that loses its leaves and, and, and to just, in, it's, I guess the thing that's really coming forward for me that I'm, that I'm realizing and speaking with you, Lisa, is that is that we're not like, it's not like you and me just like made up this thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) you know, maybe you, maybe you did. And you're like, you know, in your goddess essence form that has taken a human incarnation. So I definitely, I I guess I mean, from this lifetime and this perspective, it's not like we're getting on a podcast and saying, Oh, you know, you should rest and you should do these things. It's like, it's, it's really in the map of life's sustaining itself. Absolutely. It is just, it's just like you said, it's like a key. It's, it's, if you just watch anything in the natural world and it's cycle. And then, and then what you're saying here is just watch the body's natural cycle and pay attention and then aligning with it allows you know this key this medicine this elixir this enchantment this flow and Mm -hmm. and also real i love you know the in your book talking about the superpowers so to to feel empowered in in the beauty of living your life embodied so Mm. yeah (laughs) amazing and and i love the seeds that we're planting and i'm curious people listening to this who would love to learn more from you how how can they get in touch with you how can they um tell them about your books and and i know you have a new book coming out as well yeah so um you can find me on www.thesassyshe.com and i love instagram so if you're going to go find me on social media i'll be there the other one's not so fast with so i'm on i'm as at sassy lisa lister at instagram amazing and then i'm so excited to have you here and i feel like we could just keep talking and talking and talking (laughs) yes i so i feel like there's one more question that wants to come forward so i I always just want to want to listen and so for you personally what what is the next key like i feel like this is this is you know solidified this is crystallized and of course it's ever evolving because it's a great beautiful mystery but Mm. in terms of the next layer that's being revealed to you after you've divin like dove into loving your lady landscape aligning with your cycles what what is the next like what's 
if someone does this and they follow your path and your wisdom, like where are they going after here? Like where, where's the next frontier for you? I just think that it, that's the beauty of the cyclic nature is that actually it never ends. It's a spiral. So we're passing by like, like I think that I've got something nailed. I'm like, yes, I've totally got this. And of course that's my masculine kind of going, yeah, okay, I can tick that off. There's, there's like a box I can tick. Whereas actually there's like new layers being unfolded and every, and that's the beauty of being a menstruating woman is that every bleed, we, we're getting another opportunity to, to die and be totally reborn to ourselves and to our knowledge into our into what is possible as as a woman so it's the reclamation i think like i talk about it in love your lady landscape but it's the fierce reclamation of of our power and what power really means as like to womankind as well i think you know we've got a very very messed up view of what the word power means and and specifically what female power looks like and and so for me that's the that's where I'm finding myself right now. I'm in the, I'm in the mud with it and I'm loving it and, and disliking it all in equal measures. <laughs> Amazing. I'm so glad that piece came in. I could, I'm so, because I, I feel like anyone listening to this to know that as we embark on the journey, like you said, it's not the masculine where it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get this, mm-hmm. but the spiral. And so, and just the map of like being being a woman in that menstruation cycle it's like you know similarities but also differences and nuances and to really embrace the forever journey yeah and and I just feel like that is such an amazing offering to anyone listening to this to be like okay if you're going to start doing this you know Mm -hmm. where are you going and it's like you're going you're going to go to wherever you are in the moment again and again and again and I'm I'm so grateful that that came through because I think that's a really powerful um uh the word that's coming to mind even though it's more um U.S. is like a mile marker, you know, like a road post, a signpost. It's like, you know, where am I? You know, you're in the forever spiral. Enjoy the ride. (laughs) Oh, that's so delicious. And it's so true. It's so true. I love it. Mm, So I'd love to end with a closing prayer and gratitude to you and your courageous voice. And also to everyone listening for the luxury of time, but then also the necessity of time to be inspired, to be introspective, and for the embracing of our individual and collective forever journey. May this now moment, this coming together in time and space, all the seeds that were planted here today, may they grow in the best of ways. So so blessings on all the ways that all the listeners are called to take this information, integrate it into their life, to become empowered, vibrant, sassy, and to love their lady landscape. Thank you so much. Joy. <laughs> to continue the conversation, visit us at koya.love, Q-O-Y-A dot L-O-V-E, and lifestyleofreverence.com for more information about movement, rituals, community, and pilgrimage.